<laughs> uh, the, if I was green, I would die is like the last line. Oh, so you got to build up to that. <laughs> well, I is don't know. this song actually about the Ill, the evils of the environmentalist movement? <laughs> That's all I can assume. They're like the Green time. New Deal. <laughs> I would love to know what genius lyric makes of making this song. What's it about? What are you genius lyrics? Genius lyrics. I mean, I think it's about being blue and uh, if you were green, acknowledging that is green it about is conformity? Death. Is it about gonorrhea, the Green Death? But what is it? Is that a thing? Is Wait, is, guys, is... stop pretending like you don't understand. What's it really about? <laughs> the song? I don't I'm know. Just, I'm speculating wildly. I think I, it's I about know. conformity. About so so green in the context of the song "Blue" by the band. What's the name of the band? Blue. Blue? No. 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 Eiffel 65. I'm Eiffel 65. You. Wow. you know, this isn't a place for teasing. I also, we're having a very, so I we're having a very such, serious conversation. I did such a good jape. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? By pretending like it's sung by a guy whose name is also Blue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys want to see Blue this weekend? What did he do? I never heard of him. Oh, he wrote the song Blue. You act as if Blue is not, in fact, the name of a band. It's not the name of this band. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. I'm blue, Mary. What? Welcome to Categorical Oracle. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you calling me out? Oh, I've had such a day. <laughs> and now I'm getting accosted verbally on my own podcast. <laughs> oh. uh, I'm sorry. I, I apologize for Kelly. <laughs> Who's just really being pushy today? <laughs> Not what I Christ. thought you were going to say, and I was going to be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa too much." What well, did you think I was going to say? Just being a real <laughs> bitch. Wow. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. <laughs> you know, I think like, we Andrew. We, yeah, we took a few weeks off the show. How dare you? Now <laughs> we're no longer yeah. friends. We all hate each other. <laughs> now it's just an obligation. You guys got this divorced. Is a job. It's rough. It's a rough it's time. Terrible. Living in separate. <laughs> it's really a Fleetwood Mac type story, basically. Like we just we're together for the show. Yeah, we should have maybe not kicked off. Uh, well, we weren't going to actually. You know what? We almost did this right, but fate <laughs> intervened. We probably shouldn't have done water aerobics for the first time in a bit. In a bit. And then also decided we were going to record the same night. This is going to be a weirdy. To be fair, it's going to be fair. We've been weird since water aerobics. So today. <laughs> We mounted noodles like they were horses <laughs> expressly and trotted around the pool, the pool for exercise. Oh, man. <laughs> and then we took it off and she wanted us to do like arm exercise with it. She was like, and you know what? Now we're brushing the horses. <laughs> It was ah, wild. Oh <laughs> it <God>. was wild. <laughs> now brush your horse. And, work those arms. And very, very humorously said <laughs> that you. things have gotten very high concept in this class, <laughs> and she couldn't wait for American Girl doll. <laughs> <laughs> It's like things the little girls like it's like all right ladies now get on your horses like we would be like ooh horse ladies ride that pony mm. speaking and of she ride- didn't even play what I am genuinely shocked but un- but un- that didn't come through those old my ladies would have loved that oh my god pony speaking of riding things riding want to talk about this episode you want to uh, move into this holiday? Oh, episode? I'm sorry, Andrew. Is this uh, is this a podcast that you are hosting right now? <laughs> no, I'm just you know the one who's already fighting. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! 
Uh, my All right, everybody, stop fighting. This is categorical oracle. <laughs> Everyone stop fighting and put your shoes on. We're at Grandma's house. <laughs> this is the podcast where three librarians give neglected topics their organizational due. I'm Kelly. With me are Mary Johnston. Mr. Andrew Crawford. <laughs> Miss, I thought you were going to say Mr. Mary Johnston. Oh, I should have. Uh, Master Crawford. That would have been a service, madam. <laughs> would have been a real win for feminists. Oh, we should. You know what? We, we, we should have made are, it a bit fun. We, I yeah. should have said I was you and you should have said I was oh, me. Man. Oh, man. Throw all those new listeners you off. You guys know yeah. that I would have called you by the wrong name for the entire show, just to be oh. contrary. Next time. It's Next true. time. We have been crafting original categories for each item on our list. Each episode, we compare our notes and select the best category for each item. Today, we are going to talk about a very romantic thing, and that is the covers of romance novels. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. We are eating chocolate. With Fabio-like dudes. Fabio is not on any of these because all of these are from the 2000s. Mm. Why are they from the 2000s? Because there are so many. I had to pick something to, <laughs> Did Fa- to narrow it down. Did people forget what Fabio looked like? They couldn't. They couldn't portray him in in uh, oils. But he was like an 80s, anymore? 90s <clears throat> it boy. How? Okay, here's a good question that I considered while looking at these covers. What medium do you think that they're made in? That's an excellent question. That's an excellent question. Some. Photography. If I were forced, yes, some are definitely photography. Yes. Yeah. But if I, but like a class, when you think about like a Daniel Steele novel, hmm. if I'm really forced <laughs> to make a guess, the answer I would give you is oil paint. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I really think they do do is they take like take a picture and then kind of do an oil paint effect over sure, it. Sure, sure. They like run it through. They run it through. They run uh, it through a Photoshop filter. So they comicize it on a Mac. They run it from yeah. the past. They run, they run it through oil. What they just they're like they run. They run it through a Dutch master yeah. and allow <laughs> and allow them to to paint it uh, in its glory. In vibrance, emotive detail. You know, all those Thomas Kincaid trained masters have to do something with their time. Yeah, yeah. And Painters of light. They can't just paint light. Can't, why can't it be? They can also paint. Look, painting abs. They can so also paint, many abs. They can paint abs and flowing man Look, locks. If you can paint a church and river, you can paint abs and hair. Can you paint light into abs? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yeah. Well, there is light in abs. Light gets right in there. Light gets in everything. Light loves, loves abs. It loves Nook the shadows, granny, actually. Yeah. 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 It loves yeah. to play with the shadows of, of a gentleman's eight pack. <laughs> Uh, but only if his you know pirate shirts. Do you think Daniel Steele's house is just full of enormous? Like, because I'm imagining they're like true oil paintings. That she has the originals. So, in yes, and so it's like just like eight foot tall paintings. There's not a bare inch of wall in Daniel Steele's house. It's just gigantic oh, oil paintings of Fabio <laughs> and women in in and, corsets and a woman a woman in a corset. Busting out a corset where her knees are level with the man's nipples. Yes, they're always like levitating uh, in the, in the air. You oh always catch the mid mid bounce on a trampoline, <laughs> which, as we know, is the most romantic, really the most erotic position. I always know. In. I always know a date's going really well when a man picks me up by my knee pits and raises <laughs> and raises me. <laughs> And raises me and lets me hang like a monkey. Yeah, and stares shirt falls and down. stares deep into the eyes of my belly button. Yeah, why do you, I know that's going really well. Why do you think that's what I did when I proposed to you? <laughs> 
Yeah. It's just really good. And here we are, still married. Still married. <laughs> All like, of these one years later. One and a half, man. It's like It's like <laughs> the man is standing on the bottom of a pool, and I'm crouched on a Baja shelf. <laughs> Right on the edge, though. <laughs> Crouched on the edge of the Baja shelf. The what? The Baja shelf. Haven't you ever been in a pool with Baja shelf? Uh, okay. So there are these pools. They're regular pools, right? That yeah. like you, if you get in, you're like up to your like nips. To your and Bajas. Then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that. But some of them have like this little shelf where it's like I don't know, like a like at most a foot deep, and yeah. you're supposed to put like lawn chairs in them, and that's what you're supposed to like oh. sit, sit in, in and like read books and stuff. That's called the Baja shelf. It, but they're really funny because sometimes they like if you have a big pool. They can slope all the way in. Exactly. But a lot of times you don't have that. So you have this shelf and then it like drops off remarkably. Sort of like you're at a beach on a lake and you like go to the edge and suddenly you're like falling and you're in very deep water. It's like that. Baja. That's the Baja shelf. So my other requirement when I was picking out these covers was that they have to be from... I don't from real publishers. No self-published <laughs> bullshit. Amazon has made it too easy to oh, throw sure. a giant oh dragon dick on the cover of the a book. dragon dick. And not really, but we could have been categorizing <laughs> dragon dicks. Hey, we still can. We still can. There's yeah. so many episodes coming. Yeah. I know, but that Kelly uh, for Halloween dragon so dicks. Kelly, why don't you want me to? So have no self-published things <laughs> in this list. Okay. Kelly, why so don't you want me to have the most fun? I'm sorry. So that's why uh, my book wasn't on the list. Yes. Wow. It's because. <laughs> What's your romantic? Uh, your novels? shirt off is too erotic. Yeah. We can't. We can't show yeah. it. And really, there's no text in the book. It's just, you know, just, it's me. Uh, it's just a cover, and really more of a journal for you to fill out. It's, it's a, it's, it's sort of an inspiration <laughs> journal. Yeah. Like you have a picture of me, a, mid, a man in his mid thirties with slightly graying hair, kind of slightly punchy body, shirtless. <laughs> Uh, on the beach, and you just get to look at that picture, falling and, and off really a Baja just, like, falling right off a Baja shelf, and you get to like fill those pages yourself. You look at that, and you're like, let, let, let whatever comes to your mind, just let it ooze out onto the pages, like the sweat from my Ooh. bristling non pecs. <laughs> you're just skimming along a Baja shelf. Yeah. Hey guys, I just found out that my mom listens to this show. I'm glad I just said all of those words <laughs> and all of the words I'm about to say on this episode, of which I am full disclosure. Both half proud, half quite ashamed Excellent. of the jokes that's, that I've written for this episode. That's today. kind of the way I feel about romance novels yeah. in general. It seemed totally appropriate. Did you read them in a hot bubble bath? No, or I did, did not. You, did you write them in a hot bubble bath? I wish, but you know, computers are expensive, and I don't have any bubble bath. <laughs> so <laughs> I would also like to say that I am, or I want out in the world that I'm an unashamed romance reader. Mm. Basically, if I am reading fiction, it is usually a shitty romance novel. Uh, because they are very fun to read and easy to read, and reading is better than not reading. So Fair. you're just keeping your brain alive. Yeah. So read a romance novel, guys. It's great. It's very um, fun. You know, Shakespeare wrote about dicks. Shakespeare wrote about dicks. It was fine. Yeah, it's great. Shakespeare basically only wrote about dicks. Yeah. Let's talk about our first book. Uh, so this one is called White Dreams by Susan Edwards. It was published in uh, 2000. Dreams are a little bit racist, if I'm honest. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Every second of the night, I think about white peen these dreams. Because <laughs> it's from her perspective. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's from Star's perspective. Oh. Star Dreamer. 
I think her last name is Dreamer or whatever. I think, I think it's Star. Last name Dreamer. I don't know. Middle name Marigold. <laughs> this is what I should middle, point out. Oh, please. Middle name Margaret Star. <laughs> Margaret Dreamer. This is what I should point out that I did not look up what any of these books were about. I just looked at the covers and what I did was come up with my own taglines for what I imagined they would be. This is what we should do. So I did not get the descriptions for all of them because some okay. of them, frankly, looked boring. Oh, you sure. should read yours and then I should tell you what it's actually Beautiful. about. Beautiful. That's a smart idea. I like that all idea. Right. Well, first of all, I'll take it away. White Dreams. <clears throat> White Dreams. Written while basking in the... Oh God, this is a bad one, guys. <laughs> Are we going to have a rough start? <laughs> You know how I you said I was skip half... the first one? No, no, no. It's, okay. it's very funny, but very bad. Oh, good. It's I'm one of those, you know how I said I was Andrew's half... written a very funny joke, guys. Half, <laughs> half proud, half ashamed. Written... <clears throat> I'm getting the right tone of voice here. <clears throat> you need like a little sip of water? No, I'm right. No, he needs to smoke some cigarettes. Yeah. Written while basking in the gentle glory of an Argentine beach, Adolf Hitler's second novel <laughs> is a romantic romp based on the popular song, Nights in White Satin. Except in this version... We definitely reached the end. <laughs> do you think he, when he listens to it, do you think he, like, m- like uh, changes nights to goose? Geese and white <laughs> satin? <laughs> oh, the goose step. Goose step. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's my interpretation of the cover. A grouse and white satin, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Star Dreamer has spent much of her life in darkness. In those moments, she'd seen powerful things, yet many times has cursed her fate. Why had the great spirit given her the sight an ability to see things that couldn't be changed? She had no answer, and the knowledge only brought her pain. Then one night, she was filled with visions of a different sort. Pale hands caressing her flesh, soft lips touching her soul. (laughs) She saw a flash of uniform and the handsome soldier who wore it. The man made her ache in the way that she had forgotten, in a way that she had repressed. Whoa. What's, what's going on and with Starfire? <laughs> Star Dreamer. Star Margaret Dreamer. Star, Star Margaret Dreamer. <laughs> <laughs> when Colonel Grady O'Brien at last rode that's, into her camp. I'm so sorry, Kelly. I, that's not how you say his name. You say his name. Grady O'Brien. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> if you um, want to say it again, just when point it. Colonel Grady O'Brien. Grady O'Brien. <laughs> At last rode into her camp, she learned that the virile officer was everything she'd ever dreamed and more. Are you just reading us the whole book? That is quite a description. I was going to say, Kelly, stop reading your made-up description and read the actual one, please, because that's just more absurd than my joke about it. What's really funny, though, is I also have a description for this book. Not at all that. I mean, it's totally very similar, but it's, like, very condensed. It's like... Yeah, Star Dreamer has powerful visions, tries to save people from enemies. I took it off the book jacket. I took it off the book jacket so, if I could because those, whoever writes those is insane and they're oh, all yeah. great. Because <laughs> they're, all, they're, they're all written in that like tone of voice. <laughs> I would also like to inform you both of one other thing. You this read is this book? This is one of 12 books in a series. <laughs> Where in the lineup does it fall? Uh, I think it's like somewhere in the middle. Well, yeah. How else are we going to know about Margaret, uh, Margaret <laughs> Junior. and and Seamus? They're children. Ultimately, <laughs> we need to f- learn about the the decline of of Star Dreamer civilization, which I mean, 
the what you described could be could be some sci-fi shit, could be something crazy, but I suspect it's something probably kind of racist. And what and and greedy being <laughs> like, and my people have, speaking of racist, and my people don't have <laughs> oh, potatoes. <laughs> Where's my potatoes? Uh, I mean, this is clearly madness. Yeah, yeah. we should actually just so the cover. Uh, we'll put which these we will up. share on the website. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on, the, on the newly designed and updated website. Yeah. Plug. Uh, it is a slightly tanned woman uh, gently caressing a man, an Irish man, as we've learned, face. Is he obviously in, Irish? He's not. He's, he's not, not a redhead. Not a redhead. Okay, wow. Dark hair. Uh, in a desert, I suppose. Looks very lush, but there's a cactus in the back. Mm, okay. It's pretty. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Racist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Would so, you like to give your categories or? My category, um, because of the racist feeling nature of this whole thing, I went with, all I want to do is a zoom, a zoom, zoom, and a boom, boom. Just shake your Trump. <laughs> oh, wow. Goodness. <laughs> Thank wow. You. Thank you. Thank okay. You. Thank you. Yeah, I like it. It also fits with our theme today of like singing a little bit too much of the song. <laughs> 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 Requiring like way more of the song than just... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like you just said shake your Trump, but that, you know, lacks panache. So I have, I could not be reined in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> by typical categories. So I did my patented system where I just pick kind of an idea for a category and then I change it a couple of times. And if I had had more time, I probably would have done this for all of them. But for these ones, I picked romantic comedies that we know and love. <laughs> and then I altered them slightly to make them fit the situation. Oh, this dear. is the first one. 27 headdresses. Colon <laughs> with sassy best. I knew it was going to be Catherine Heigl. I don't know how I knew, but I, it's like in my head, I was immediately like, it's, it's going to be Catherine it's Heigl. It's because Andrew mentioned Nazis earlier. Who is in 27 headdresses, you might ask? Sassy best friend, <laughs> Trail of Judy Greer's. Uh, <sighs> high five myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how so is that uh, how your racist category? is your category? Trail of, uh, 27 headdresses okay. with sassy best friend, Trail of Judy Greer. Okay. <laughs> the whole thing. That's the, the whole thing. You both went for really long ones. Yeah. I went for shorter. Hyper descriptive. Uh, <laughs> it's just like racist. Racist. <laughs> no, racism. The I, category. It is. Racist. My category is P O C K I B. K I B stands for kick in the balls. P O C. People of color. Kick in the balls. Yeah. Like people of color kicking you in the balls? Are you kicking no. them in the balls? They're getting a kick in the balls. Kick in the balls. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. True. Yeah. Well, no. Apologize for your fellow Irishman. Grady O'Brien. Grady you don't know that. O'Brien. Maybe Grady O'Brien was just there to save them. <laughs> sort of a great white hope situation. <laughs> yeah, yes. Great, great. That awesome. was the implication. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mary. Well, I personally it. like my I category. I think mine's pretty good, but I'm willing to give it to you this time around. I worked very hard on that. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Ready for the next one? Absolutely. Yes, we are. There's a book published in 2001 called 
His Very Own Baby by Rebecca Winters. Hmm. Uh, So this cover is a, uh, it is a man holding a baby like a football. They're wearing (laughs) matching colors. You mean like a man? (laughs) Yeah. I mean like. They're in a coordinating outfit. He's definitely like, that baby is not very secure. Not supporting (laughs) the head in any which way. Uh, It says Bachelor Dads with a block (laughs) as the A. It made it seem like that was a thing. It is another series. There are, okay. there are only two of them in that series. But though. is his very own baby, what I assume that man's name is, um, in every <laughs> one of them? Or is it just like different little vignettes with different bachelor dads? So usually how romance novels works, especially in series, is that each book is about a separate couple. But like mm. the couples from before kind of have like little cameos. Oh, and, and, and it's sort of like, like a season of The Bachelor where yes. they have to like mm. have a, like a meet and greet with like the old bachelors and they're like, you're like, oh, hey, horse faces. I can't believe we watched you for seven million hours. Ari. Ari. Uh, so, like, you know, they'll, he's like, pop so much in as, and out. Yeah. He's not yeah. so much of a horse face as an ass face. That's oh. the most true. Um, did anyone else, when you were a kid, just automatically assume the name of a piece of media was also the name of the first character. <laughs> I can't say I did, but no. I really wish I had. I definitely did. I, I remember it. distinctly being like, so her name is Clueless. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. His name is Beastmaster. Oh, wait, it is. <laughs> I mean, like, but to be fair, Disney sets you up for that. They yeah. tell you right away. It's like Mulan. Yeah, Mulan. Moana. Po- Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. The Jungle Book. Once again, <laughs> child, the Jungle Book. <laughs> you know that it is family legend in my family that when we got our first dog, I wanted to name her the Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid, exactly. <laughs> Not yeah. Ariel, just the Little Mermaid. Uh, it is sort of weird that like, okay, okay, <clears throat> but isn't it weird that Sleeping Beauty has a real name? Yeah. But also good because I feel like if your name was just Sleeping Beauty, that's really limiting to your potential. Well, she as just a human really being. lived up. She just lived exactly to her potential. And yet, yeah, true, Snow White true. does not have a different name. Fascinating. I'm dreaming. Oh God. <laughs> I'm dreaming of right. the one I love. Will tell me what they think this book is about. Oh well. <laughs> so here's is that me? No. <laughs> Either or. <laughs> So here's my, uh, my. I love you both. Oh, thank you. Could have worked for anybody. Hmm. So here's my imagined tagline for <laughs> his very own baby. What better way to convince a woman that you definitely know how to have sex than to show her your baby? <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what wannabe playboy Asher Coxworth thought when he stepped into the adoption agency. Unfortunately, the one thing he didn't plan on was falling in love with his son. <laughs> I will say that the lack of the lack of a, another adult on this does make it seem like it's a romance novel about this man falling in love with a baby. Oh. Is that what it's about, Kelly? Uh, let's see. He had a son, Alec, A L I K. Shut up. Fascinating <laughs> spelling, Alec German. Shut up, Alec. Alec. Oh, Alec. Last name that sounds like I've coughed halfway through it. I lo- I love it. So far, at least two for two, the <laughs> fake descriptions I came up with are less ridiculous than I, I thought. I thought the joke name Asher Coxworth was going to be you couldn't top it. I thought that was going to be like the pinnacle of bullshit names that are jokes for romance novels. I mean, and then what was his name again? His the, name is Alec Jarman. Alec Jarman. Alec Jarman. At least mine you know, sounds sexy. You know, like <laughs> you an know off, what? like a like a like a sneezed. <laughs> pronunciation of an off-brand smartwatch. Actually, his ancestors made jars. Actually, they <laughs> made Garmin, Garmin watches. <laughs> and they, and they, they call it GIFs instead of GIFs. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's the situation. <laughs> Jarmans. Alec 
with a K Ack. and an I and no C. German. Continue. Ack. Ack. <laughs> Alec German has only just met his six-week-old son, and he isn't going to let him go now, even though yeah, the baby's dude. mother broke his heart less than one year ago. He's not going to let go of it, but he's not going to support said, even though the baby definitely has a floppy, weird neck. It oh has God. a floppy neck, you can tell. Six weeks old, guys. Blair never told Alec the real reason she called off the wedding, and now when Alec demands she and the baby move in f- with him for a month, Blair... Blair should refuse, but seeing Alex delight in their child, she can't say no, and she can't stop hoping that one day they'll be a real family. Well, that sounds great. Yeah. Is the real reason that he's not actually the dad? Mm. That's immediately what sprung to mind. Well, what other reason? You gotta could... read this Harlequin romance novel, and what you'll find other out. reason could it be? It's just like you are a sleepwalking sex pest. Oh God! I was gonna be a virgin until we got married, <laughs> and then, <laughs> then look I what got happened. Pregnant. <laughs> Miraculously, you are secretly also my father. <laughs> so mm. I'm also your baby. <laughs> hey. hey, it was also so hard. This is a very like popular form of cover in the 2000s. Uh, it was Man very hard. Baby. No, just like this style of like weirdly holding each other. Half of the title is takes up quarter of the page you know mm-hmm. got it yeah it reminded me of a babysitter's club cover yes hmm. that's like the that's like the overall tone of it yeah and me and not only because it's about babies <laughs> uh, you're just like it has the babies and it says baby on babysitter's to club fair, and there's a baby on this to be fair if the babysitter's club was around that baby would be much more much more well supported neck wise <laughs> well at the very least alec, alec and blair could go to like a lot of movies but those parents <laughs> those parents in babysitter club land are like Always going on dates. Every night's date night. Date, 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 date. Nice. You're wild. Nice. So what's the... Uh, what do we got for categories? Oh. I will go. <laughs> Shall I go? I'll go. Please. Please um, go. So I found it weird. <laughs> so there, there are more than one of these. That's how these categories work, guys. I'm explaining <laughs> the rules to you after, categories I, work? after I like definitely bend them <laughs> horribly <laughs> with my first category. Um, <clears throat> and you're it's like, weird. best. Oh, I think it's weird that all the the men like don't know they have children, and then once they have a child, they're like, "And now I'm going to be the best father there ever was." <laughs> it's sort of like this weird like chance meeting with one's own child sort of thing, an instant obsession with them. Is so, it a meet cute? Yeah, but it's like a, it's like <laughs> even more so than a meet cute. Like a meet cute, at least is like a will they, won't they? It's like oh, they definitely will. This is fate. Mm-hmm. So it had kind of like a um, fairy tale aspect to it. And it's very intense. So I went with some infantile evening <laughs> as my category. All right, all right, all right. Bent rules. No, this is this is straight oh, yeah. down the middle. Well, there you go. I'm gonna have another one my infantile apolo- evening. My apologies. My apologies. I followed my own rules this time. <laughs> nice. Um, I went with <laughs> uh, a less clever category. Babes in Boyland, but this time around, babes mean babies. <laughs> uh, actually, babes in Boyland also refer to children. <laughs> but babes in Boyland doesn't sound like it would. Babes in Boyland sounds like a porno. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, yeah. yeah. Or like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing. Or just that. <laughs> actually, it sounds sort of. It sounds sort of like a like a real sex colon. Babes and Boyland. <laughs> it's not really Sue Johansson's gonna walk you through it. Oh, Sue, she's still alive. Yeah, uh, 
Good. Nice. Dr. Forever. Ruth has a new show coming out soon. What? Good. Well, lovely. Yeah. Uh, my category was knocked up, can't break up. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, nice. I, I kind of inclined towards Mary again. <laughs> Why don't you gloat about it? I will gloat about it. What a fancy evening. Anywho, uh, our next book is a Rita Winter, which is a romance a lot novel. Of last names being Winter. Am I crazy with that? I think there's like four on What are you I talking said about? Rita Winner. Oh, Winner, Rita Winner. I just, I like, like, you know, like the famous, the, f- the famous saying... Winner, winner, reader, reader dinner. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. It's yeah, also duh. Rita. Jessica Benson wrote this. All right. uh, Jessica. <clears throat> it's called Much Obliged. I, it's not by called Jessica that. Benson. It's not called that. May I do the title? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Much Obliged <laughs> is the name of this book. <laughs> Much <laughs> Obliged. <laughs> uh, this mm. cover is has a very purple hue, uh, and it is obviously a photograph of an old man holding a young woman for whatever reason she's wearing she's holding a bouquet and uh they are both in winter wear oh she's i thought she was holding a muff it's not a white fuzz no, muff no he's holding a muff wow <laughs> i didn't i did not really get that he was old and i thought he was like kind of in a mr darsky darcy-esque he like looks so much older than her in this picture coat. yeah i don't know i don't know hey how much light is painted on his face? <laughs> is the light on his face at like the, like straight up noon or is it like more like How much light is painted on this? his abs? I know they're covered, but can you tell through the cloak? You sure can't, can't tell. Damn it. Sure can't. It's winter. We got to throw him in a pond like they did with all the other good Darcy's so we could get a nice look <laughs> get at a nice them. Get <laughs> 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 Does Colin Farrell... Teddies, <laughs> Colin Firth Teddies. You know, there's a statue erected of that exact moment in a pond. I also like that he's like, wow. you know, I didn't even do the swimming, and we're all like, yeah, we don't give a shit about the swimming part, here's, man. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Firth. Hey, Firth. We just enjoyed looking at Taddies. We don't care if they're yours or not. Okay, Doesn't right matter. Firth, we don't care. Second, <laughs> we want to see your Taddies. Firth. Firth. <laughs> Firth, you're too old now, so we don't care. Go back to paying the king of England or whatever. Or being in Mamma Mia 2. <laughs> and one. Yes. And ideally and daily three. three. And ideally yeah. three, God if, willing. Yeah. And I hope it's just you singing, uh, singing Waterloo over and over I and hope over it's again. just you spooning Skarsgård while Cher cha-chas around you. <laughs> Real avant-garde angle. Cher and Pierce Brosnan? But they're just digging through all like the. He's like, like he's like my wife's dead, so I guess I'm gonna marry her mom. <laughs> it's a real his very own baby situation. <laughs> Andrew, what is your? Well, first, oh, so um, my my take, and this is another one I feel compelled to apologize for ahead of time. <clears throat> Originally titled "Thanks for the Orgasms," my sincerest apologies for the stains. <laughs> 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 this is uh, this is the tale of history's most polite connoisseur of the carnal arts, a man who never had to say please, but started every morning with "You're welcome," and once again, thank you for the sex. <laughs> that, that that that's quite good. Thank you, thank you. That's very good. That's very good. It's 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 a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. 
What's it actually about? John Fitzwilliam. And Eddie Winston. Nope. Shut up. No, nope. no, nope. don't believe <laughs> There's it. There's not a person who's named John Fitzwilliam, Fitzwilliam and a woman named Addie in this. Is there a year for when this is taking place? Uh, Regency-esque. Okay, I, okay. I, I, so that's, they might tell you a year when you're reading it. Uh, we're engaged to one another by their fathers, long ago before the pair had anything Oof. to say about the matter. Yet over the years, Addie has carried a torch for her the seductive prize fighter, whose amorous escapades... Prize fighter? That's the part that throws me. <laughs> ...demanded she hide her feelings and her hopes and focus on earning an income for her household by secretly writing a popular boxing column in the London Post... See, that's weird. Yeah. What Ever time the, period is this taking place in? Ever the professional. <laughs> yeah. Ever the professional. Eddie must report in detail even her beloved's most embarrassing defeat. Ugh. And despite Ugh. himself, perhaps it was the knock he took to the head, or more likely an arrow to the heart. <laughs> Fitz. Is that how boxing works? <laughs> Jesus. So savage. People have oh arrow, arrows <laughs> instead of fists. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, Unfair sounds, advantage. That seems my bad. god. Uh, it suddenly feels delicious. New longing for lovely Addie, passionate kiss, the yada yada. Uh, worse, will Addie have no choice but to deny her greatest love in order to save him? Ooh. We'll find out. Yeah. My I guess mean, is, wait, no. his most embarrassing defeat, does this mean that someone punched him so hard he shit? <laughs> And she had to write about that? Or is she like really lingering over and be like, and then he hit him right in the cauliflower ear. And it's a doozy. Uh, Love it. It's sexy. It's, it see? looks awful. But like if you meet him in person, don't bring it up. He's it's, really so, about it. it's so mashed up that fat and blood have pooled to make it look like cauliflower. <laughs> How embarrassing for him. Make sure to talk in the other ear. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Lean close into his cauliflower if you want to whisper that you love him and keep it a secret. <laughs> that ear's garbage now. <laughs> this book sounds crazy. Yeah. Actually, what this book sounds like is that they had like a manuscript for like um, sort of like a sex in the city kind of thing. Like that time period, maybe early mid 90s. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, okay, you're going to write that book, but why don't we do a double dip and just use that same exact thing, but just put it in the past <laughs> and release it at the same time. So like, so like the one in, uh, the one that's like, this, the sexy one is like, thank you, my love. And this one's much, much obliged. <laughs> it seems like retrofitted to be over the top old timey. <laughs> That's like a sepia filter on a modern photo. It's like a photo you got taken at the mall where you got to wear a cowboy hat and your mom dressed like a, like a burlesque dancer. Yeah, but none of you have lice. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. But yet, because Nobody of the costumes, you all have scabies. Yeah. So. Ringworm. Oh, yeah. Syphilis. Durr. Athlete's foot of the face. <laughs> and the butt. What? <laughs> What? Athlete's butt. Real tight. <laughs> what is hoof and mouth disease? <laughs> hoof and mouth disease? There's hoof and something disease. A hand and mouth? A hand and mouth disease. There's definitely a hoof somewhere. I mean, for centaur children, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. not for, so much for, for your, humans. For your pool horse, for sure. <laughs> for your pool horse. When mm. your pool horse touched too many other people in their vagines. <laughs> their vagines. Much obliged. Kelly, you should go first. Sure. Uh, mine is a very deep cut. Do you remember that SNL skit where um, 
It's Lawrence Welk show. Okay, yeah. And it's yeah. the knockoff of the Lennon sisters. Yes. Yes. And three of them are totally normal. And then there's the fourth one, mm-hmm. who's Kristen Wiig. With her tiny hands. With the tiny hands. And she's always touching people's mm-hmm. faces. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you, that would be your perfect uh, partner for a high five situation in a pool, I think. Uh, I felt the way that these two people were holding each other is very similar to that. So I called it, and I'm Doonies. <laughs> gently, like, touching each other with their baby hands. <laughs> That's fair. That's very fair. Please. Um, I did, this is my second and last hmm. Uh, romance novel or romance movie Romant- romantic, romantic comedy film. romantic comedy title used for this so we have parents betrothing people as if they are their property and we also have a guy who seems to be like acting like he's too good for Addie and making her feel super sad about herself such that she has to get out her emotions by writing a column <laughs> about watching his, about his head getting beaten up about, about his embarrassing shit defeats in a lot in a london paper and cauliflower ears so i called this bleakness in Seattle, spelled chattel <laughs> call it starring neg ryan oh, oh, damn Lovely. it that's a good one that's a good one uh i just called it the old hoop and stick game wink wink because it's all timey <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> the old super sick game, wink, wink. <laughs> I love that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Our next one is a from 2003 <laughs> called Spellbound in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, it is. By <laughs> Garcia Anderson. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would say. That definitely yeah. not just Garth. Um, <laughs> definitely a real name. Yes. Uh, this cover is a classic uh, romance cover. L- shirtless dude looking down at Lady who has her arm gently resting on his chest. Oh, I thought this was wo- a woman like really high above him. Isn't she like knees to eyes? No. no. I have to look at this. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is classic. That's yeah. She's she's a. Uh, so, uh, sorcerer's stick no. in his hand. Oh, oh, I'm thinking of the daring twin. I'm yes, so he's sorry. nipples to her eyes. That's yes. the situation. <laughs> yes, I recall yeah. that. There's still a nipple this. in the eye. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Ouch. A lo- long, flowing bla- blonde locks on this on this broad. <laughs> Not wearing shoes. I notice. Mm-hmm. Well, do you? Well, this will all make sense when we find out what this is about. <laughs> Why she's not wearing shoes. <laughs> I'm Andrew. very excited. Andrew, why is she not wearing shoes? Well, okay. Well, what's your um, theory for why she's not wearing shoes? I, I really focus more on that for the next one. But um, uh, full disclosure, not my strongest effort in terms of fake dis- descriptions. <laughs> That's because this cover needs nothing. Yeah, it, I, I like, it felt it felt like a stretch to do anything with it because it's just such a masterpiece. But I went with um, Band in 13 Countries, this fascinating and controversial work by famed children's author J.K. Rowling, written under a pin name at the behest of her publisher, <laughs> finally answers all the saucy questions none of us were none of us were asking, often compared to J.R.R. Tolkien's The Silmarillion, but with more rain and an entire chapter on goblin penises. <laughs> oh, oh, man, I can't wait for you to find out what this book's all about. <laughs> 
Petra Field. <laughs> Petra. Petra Field. Field. Not Petro. Not petrified. <laughs> Petra Field. Like some parts of not this gentleman. Petrophiles. <laughs> oh, God. Petra Field didn't have a magical bone in her body. <laughs> Yet. But it didn't take a crystal. <laughs> Swish. <laughs> <laughs> she had to get that through injection. <laughs> but it didn't take a crystal ball to see disaster loomed. With enchanted blood on her carpet, a house full of Merlin wannabes unable to clean it up, a petulant cat, I get that, and house guests scheduled to arrive momentarily, she needed a miracle. She got a wizard. A whole lot of unwanted sparks and a man-sized hole in the middle of her living room. Oh. A Hello. hole into which her feline promptly disappeared. Was her feline's name Glory? <laughs> Could be. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say Vorador. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> Lord Voldemort. <laughs> Vorador hadn't felt so incompetent since his days as an untried sorcerer. Oh, the girl who leapt after the cat and into his arms caused the simplest spells to backfire, quite literally setting his hair ablaze. <laughs> but, but luckily he looks so cool. But it was another part of his anatomy altogether that burned for the saucy blonde. <laughs> Yeah, I love that we were just over here making dick jokes. Like, oh, they're not going to make a dick joke. There you go. And what do you think these books are like? Andrew? Yeah, this is what all uh, of just a lot of dick jokes, I it guess. Is. Yeah. Pretty much. And though she claimed to be no conjurer, he knew. How big that- is this book jacket? <laughs> oh, my God. He knew that they'd. He never felt as bewitched as he did now, for Petra had a mesmerizing energy of her own. What's amazing is love. None of, oh God. What's amazing is none of these need any description whatsoever. And they're like, oh, no, don't worry. We're taking you all the way to the third act. Yeah. Remembrance of things past, don't even worry about it. We're going to give you so much detail. We're going to make that We're gonna make that look like a hastily scribbled note. This cover took 400 hours to paint. We're going to describe it. The actual size of this of this cover in real life is 12 feet tall, and we have made the book to match. <laughs> Fill that puppy This up. is like the Night Watch, Rembrandt's the Night Watch. It fills all the walls. It fills all the walls. Um, I, I do, I would, I know that we just re- have three different descriptions, and I'm about to repeat what you said, but this, this is what it's Amazon t- says. Yes. When her beloved cat falls into a strange hole, <laughs> uh, dives in after the mischievous feline into the world of a dangerously sexy sorcerer who vows to make her his own for eternity. Yikes. <laughs> when her cat falls into a strange hole. <laughs> but You know those pussies falling into strange holes. Whoa. <laughs> what? Wow. Not the only pussy that's a strange hole. <laughs> or magic. Wow. Um, what do you guys have for categories? I think it's your turn to go first. Is it? Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, gosh. So instead Maybe of, it's my turn to go first. Who cares? Well, I'm already on the it roll. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Go. Instead of, instead of sci-fi fantasy, I called this thigh-high fantasy. <laughs> Because he's up to your thought. What? Yeah, I don't know. It's good. I don't know. Is it? I it does. Know. It does work. I mean, it's not bad. Originally, it was thigh five fantasy. I'm not sure if that's better or worse. Thigh high. Th- <laughs> thigh high or thigh five. One means thigh five. Thigh five. Thigh five fantasy. Thigh five right. is funny because it makes <laughs> it makes it sound like you're saying yeah. 
I like sci-fi. Sci-fi fantasy. Sci-fi sounds like something that they would talk about on uh, Space Bros. It does. It does. (laughs) And it also sounds like you're noting how much loving detail has been given into creating this man's thighs. It's really thigh fidelity. (laughs) Thigh fidelity. fidelity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Now I'm thinking about the movie thigh fidelity. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. We'll make it through. I <laughs> called this uh, the Coca-Cola logo. It is a classic, and it hasn't changed. Like, this style has not changed in 150 years. Excellent. I love everything about this cover. I loved everything about the description of the book. I don't <laughs> Mary think... wants you guys to send her a copy. <laughs> I don't think that a book is enough. <laughs> I want to see this on my television screen or potentially in a movie theater that I have gone to on opening weekend. (laughs) So I am beseeching the powers that be for someone to green light this fire. (laughs) I need it so bad. Um, I think it's Kelly. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Are you complaining about the high high fidelity not being? Nope. I I accept my place. (laughs) I accept my place in the world. (laughs) Wow. Our next uh, cover is from the year 2004, guys. It is a book called Barefoot and Pregnant. Actually. Question mark? Yeah, Barefoot and Pregnant? Barefoot and (laughs) Pregnant? Oh, my God. By uh, Colleen Faulkner. Thanks, Colleen. Wow. Uh, It (laughs) is two Aryans. No, (laughs) two blonde people. One who has a scrunchie in her hair. Make Mm. it out in a canoe. What's this about, you might be asking me? I don't know, but let me tell you what I think it's about. Here's my tagline. He thinks a woman's place is in the home, but she treats the whole world like it was her living room. <laughs> can, can true love blossom for an app? Can, can true love blossom for an abstinence-only sex ed teacher and a woman who doesn't own shoes? <laughs> Top that. <laughs> Actual she, author. <laughs> she had everything a girl could want, except a husband. Oh, hey, yo. I hear that, ladies. High five, high five, high five. So, <laughs> pouring of margarita, audible, Lee. So called career girl, Elise Montgomery. So called, ouch. Who's a, who, wh- wh- what is her alleged career? Don't know. Publishing, probably. Yeah. Uh, turned to the Husband Finder, a trendy guidebook to locate one. Book? Only, according to the manual, her choice, sexy farmer Zane Keaton. Is, was definitely Mr. Wrong. Yet, after a few of Zane's knee-weakening kisses, Elise wondered if she might be if he might be marriage material after all. <laughs> Avoid females who make who mistake marriage for merger and acquisition. That had been Zane's motto. <laughs> that had been Zane's insane motto <laughs> until he met Elise. Although sassy, although sweet, sassy, and seductive, Elise was too ambitious for Z- to be Zane's ideal wife, or was she? And what would it take to get Elise to say yes to a lifetime of domestic bliss? Wow. <laughs> Zane wow. is crazy. Who? Has, uh. First of all, 
do does anyone at this table have a personal motto <laughs> <laughs> that they would be able to like be like oh yeah my my uh my official personal motto is thus and such and um it's spelled in all caps <laughs> yes it is all caps and is before every description of me also is husband finder like it sounds like a physical paper book. It does. The way it was described, which and raises it, like a billion fucking questions. Is it like a? Is it like a cootie catcher? Is that how she knows that he's wrong? <laughs> like how? Like what? what did, how did she? Did she I take didn't actually quiz? read the book. I can't tell you. I don't. Is it a Cosmo? They do make it seem like the maybe husband she, maybe finder. Hardy, her reading is hard. It's just a section in Cosmo. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it does sound like the husband finder is like. Or like a familiar, like like a little wizard that's perched on her shoulder, being like, "That's Mister Wrong." Like it's very specific. Hey, you so-called career girl. Were they like no farmers? Puke. <laughs> farmer Zane. Farmer named Zane. Uh. I. If there is even one farmer in the world named Zane, I would like him to let me know of his existence. There's a farmer named Cal L. That's a Superman joke. Oh, uh, uh. I don't know the theme song would, to Smallville. Otherwise, I would be singing it. Mm. Hmm. So it's a rough book to be written in 2004. Yeah, a lot of these books though are kind of like he's from the country. She, he's a little bit country. And she's a little bit rock and roll. And by that we mean as a 401k. <laughs> like a Ow. lot of it is like. <laughs> A lot of it is like, she has a job. That's a problem for a man who lives in the country. I'm like, it's not. Why would that be? He also has a job. Farming. Farming. It's kind of a you big job. You both can get up early he and go to work. He could probably use a little help. I he mean, probably is like, yeah. works on a big, like, a really big farm with like Purdue chickens. Like, it's it's bad. I mean, if, if I've learned anything from Stardew Valley, getting married is very important to farmers. Here's, if I learned anything, if I know anything from Stardew Valley is that I would be an excellent farmer. <laughs> I am so good at that game. I am always very rich. <laughs> what if there was like a full chapter in this book about how Zane beheads chickens for Purdue? Oh my uh, God. It would be if it was written by Herman Melville. <laughs> Speaking of farming, <laughs> I'm going to riff on that for, I don't know, 200 several, pages. Several hundred pages. <laughs> um, so I have my, my second uh, category that starts with the word green, and I called it green parenthetical heart acres. Oh, yes. I went with which is a similar theme. Yeah, forcing a city girl oh, to the yeah. country. Yeah, all I want to do is a zoom, a zoom, zoom, and a boom, boom. Just shake your trump. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Like Mine is obviously knocked up, can't break up. Oh yeah, knocked okay. up, can't break yeah. up. I mean, that's his scheme, is it? Yes, I like I like your category, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Any of you <laughs> remember the television show Mr. Romance? I do. No. Who's gonna be Mr. Romance? It was a very short-lived reality show, only on for one season, starring Fabio. And he got a house full of dudes together to figure out who was gonna be the next Harlequin romance novel. I do remember this cover. Now that you start describing it. And my brother and I considered it like appointment <laughs> viewing. <laughs> <laughs> and it was great and I really want to be able to find old episodes you can find like some clips and things like that but like it was a great show it should have run for a hundred seasons <laughs> it was Tyra s- step aside Tyra I'm sorry your show is not as good has your nose ever been broken by a goose no no 
And it's always started with Fabio wandering through some sort of like computer generated romantic a place and then giving giving advice and then either like wind would blow through his hair and like sparkles would appear in his hair or he'd wink and there would be a glitter in the corner Ding. <laughs> about his advice it was great there was a guy who was just a stripper on it actually a lot of them were probably strippers but there was a guy who was like openly a stripper his on name it. was Channing Tatum <laughs> wow no his name I feel like I could his name was um Charles <laughs> oh, should have assumed. And he was, and he had the persona of a lion because he would just kind of like lion up on women. Ugh. But he only had one move. He was not. He was not. He didn't get high up. He was not. He was not versatile, which you have to be for Mister Romance. Fascinating. Obviously, I mean you because you this, cannot star in every like a regional romance. <laughs> Cannot be the same type of person who's in a contemporary, obviously. Correct. True. And as the theme song told us, this this boy is not your husband, your boyfriend, or beau will find Mr. Romance. A king in bed, the prince at the ball, the greatest love wizard who knows it all. (laughs) Now, (sighs) I have to imagine. I messed that up. It's prince at the ball king in bed so that ball and mm. all rhyme together anyway go ahead um, <laughs> and great at giving head <laughs> hey now it's fascinating to consider uh what if any of these covers had fabio on them instead of uh the losers they do what if fabio was on barefoot and pregnant <laughs> you would be like that guy's a farmer hello I'm a farmer. A farmer. <laughs> i can sense his fear of geese from here and he's a farmer <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> poor fabio he just wanted to ride a roller coaster for you the first know, time. You know was that it his first time riding a roller coaster. It was the first time that roller coaster had oh, ever been ridden. I think oh. Fabio's ridden other roller coasters. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm sure that, like in his quiet moments, he can remember exactly what that goose felt like exploding in his face. Oh, <laughs> Do you think the goose is okay? No. No, he was holding his little dead body when it oh, rolled I into the stand. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> no, I do not think that goose is okay. <laughs> I think Fabio murdered a goose with his face. <laughs> the goose saw something that was too beautiful. It was like a siren. Couldn't help it. Moth like, no, to no. a flame. <laughs> <laughs> it flew too close to the sun, Icarus. <laughs> <laughs> Exploded on its face. <laughs> oh, the animal was killed. Oh, yeah. Yes! <laughs> Kelly! The article that I'm reading from the Daily Press, its its lead is, this is not a funny story. <laughs> oh, <laughs> A I person gets cursed, an animal is killed, and a lot of people got splattered with blood. Well, oh, okay, here's the thing about all that. It's not, I'm not glad the goose is dead, but that is a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sad about the goose being dead, but I am also allowed to think it's really funny that Fabio got hit in the face with a goose. Oh. Do you know what the name of the roller coaster was? Apollo's Chariot. Mm. <laughs> Anywho. Speaking of the Wings sun. of Freedom would have been worse. <laughs> American Eagle. No, no. Get top, top Gun because of Goose. goose. Oh! <laughs> You're also referring, of course, to the Top Gun roller coaster that you and I rode in our childhood 
many yep. times. The one where they played on loop, highly to the danger zone. Yeah. Over and over and just over and over again. Can't just logs the whole way through. I think that's why I love Kenny Loggins. Now probably I have strong associations with a rad roller coaster. Also, you and I both were like riding it in its in its twilight. Oh yeah. So you could always just like walk right onto that roller coaster. So it was just you like walking through an abandoned impossibly <laughs> long super, super, super yeah, the, the danger zone while you like march right onto a roller coaster. But of course it used to be the hottest thing in the world. So you're like marching half a mile through the woods up and down planks and crossways and beams zigzagging through turnstiles. Lots of like fake plane accoutrement. Just of course fake bombs. Sprinkled about Cat Casual fake bombs. A fake and bomb. Just some casual warfare. Yeah, yeah. Top Gun. All right. Yeah. Should we talk about our next book? We should. From 2005, uh, The Daring Twin by <laughs> uh, Donna Fletcher. I'm I'm excited to hear you say these names oh, when yeah. you eventually. Get oh, to I didn't it. even I didn't even pull up a list for this one. But one I, of them I can. is named Tar. <laughs> this one i read the description it was like this is a book i'd actually read this is not fun uh kelly <laughs> i would 100 read this book mm. you don't want to talk about fiona of mcelder all right go ahead well i will describe the book you can read at the summary then how about that i don't have i mean i don't have the book jacket one but i'll you do my best just tag team it throw yeah. in the names. no i will so the book jacket is a a fiery redhead with curly hair, kind of like, like, you know, doing Cascading. this thing. Yeah. With her hand, boobs out and eyes to boobs, basically. Mm, okay. The, the nipple to eyeball ratio. Nipple to eyeball ratio. Angle. Right yeah, there. Okay. okay. Right there. Well, he's like being held up at her boobs. No, he's looking up to her head, or to her face. I know. Like a like, gentleman. Boobs but if he looked but- exactly forward... They're like this far apart. So it's a, They're like an inch apart. They flipped the paradigm from Spellbound in Seattle where his nipples were in yes. her eye, but now her nipples are in his eye. Maybe yes. that's the formula. And yeah. she mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. straddling. I don't know if she's straddling. I assume because I can only see one of her legs. The other one is just missing. <clears throat> Maybe part of the <laughs> story is there. that she only has yeah. one leg. I don't know. Uh, is just like she's not sitting on his knee. She's kind of hovering. Yeah, she's on mid-bounce from a baby trampoline. Yeah, she's she's definitely, it's not something that we could replicate. He is shirtless, wearing a kilt. There you go. He also has flowing red locks. Mm. (laughs) The Daring Twin. The legendary romantic (laughs) the legendary romantic prequel to the notably grimmer the surviving twin. <laughs> <laughs> thank Is you. that thank it? You. That's it. That's beautiful. <laughs> I can give you a quick overview of this. I just found a quick one. Do it. When Fiona of the McElder clan is told she must wed Tar of Hellwick. Oh, stop it. <laughs> tar. Tar of Holwick? Yep. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. So the two clans uh, can unite. Yeah. So the two clans can unite. She is furious. She has to marry a man she does not love. Fiery redheads. I mean, like, if you're going to marry anybody, marry Tar Holwick. That sounds... <laughs> Hellwick. Uh, Hellwick. I have no idea. I don't know why I'm... Uh, even- <laughs> pretending like I know. Fortunately, Fiona's identical twin sister, Alice, also spelled A-L-I-S-S. Also. Alice. Rhymes with a kiss, but kind of, <laughs> but not. Also cannot imagine a worse fate than a forced marriage, and the two boldly concoct an outlandish scheme. 
to become indistinguishable to the groom. And mm-hmm. it works. Wow. How does that work? Tar, frustrated that he cannot tell the difference between <laughs> Fiona and Alice. <laughs> Nevertheless, Why can't I know which one of you is which, you weird broads? <laughs> Nevertheless, finds himself drawn to a particular twin. Unfortunately, as soon as it becomes clear to him that Fiona is the one who has captured his heart, Tar must battle an unexpected ad- enemy to keep his newfound love. Gonorrhea. <laughs> Syphilis. Why can't I know Later which one of you is which? I'm mad. <laughs> it's uh, weird. Furious is a weird term to use there. <laughs> uh, good grief. Furious. Come on, baby. Green light this fire. I want to see this on the screen. I want to see it. I want to see it. I was livid when I found out that this was not available as an ebook through the Milwaukee Public Library. You don't want to own this permanently forever I, i'm not into like owning books anymore whoa wow. like i don't buy like i i'm not into owning romance novels anymore i should say <laughs> like i'm cool with a good nonfiction, but like this trash piles up real quick i, 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 yeah, I usually yeah. have like one kicking around my house don't you think it's sort of like a catch and release kind of thing yeah you <laughs> just, like you put it in a little fa- little library you take the one that's in there there's always it's, one in it's there. like how it's like you how drag how... it out of a lake you traumatize it you throw it back in the lake <laughs> <laughs> It's like how uh, men who are older than me have all have stories about finding pornography in the woods. This, yeah, this is what the is lady that? equivalent. I don't know. I didn't find wood porn. That's who, because you, who is the wood nymph who has <laughs> who likes big beautiful ladies? That's who I want to know. <laughs> I I just have so many questions about that. We've never I've never heard a story of somebody who's like, yeah, I left my porn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the other end of that? And yeah, because we don't love... talk to enough drifters, <laughs> which makes me think: Are these kids like? Are these kids like rummaging through? Like a drifter's sight in the woods? That's so dangerous. <laughs> well, the other question is, is there still pornography in the woods? Undiscovered. Either undiscovered or <laughs> left, still left, but nobody cares anymore because we have the internet. Does a porn shit in the woods? <laughs> yes. I mean, there is por- shit porn in the woods. Yeah. Yeah, almost certainly. Yeah. No. <laughs> the yeah. more shit porn there is, the more woods there are. More the more they will meet. Yeah. They'll meet. Uh, uh, I also... Obviously called this the Coca-Cola logo. It is a classic of the genre. Agreed. Fair, fair. I went with uh, the old st- the old hoop and stick game. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nothing will ever win against it. It's super good. Uh, although this is not super old timey. It's just weird. Like, what time period do you think this is taking place I assumed place in? Like, these were like Scottish Highlanders. Yeah, I think based this is Highlanders cover. time. And the fact okay. that a man would get okay. angry about twins. <laughs> that <laughs> I seems didn't like. I know that, though. Here's my thing. Okay, all right. <laughs> just supporting like, Fair. Two of you that looked like one of you. Fair. But I would just like to point out something to you. Yeah. We're born to be kings. We are the princes <laughs> of the universe. <laughs> this could be taking place at any time. True, true, true. Also, I think we should create a uh, categorical oracle bingo, and the center square should be the times Mary makes that reference. <laughs> Because it's one of my favorites, and it does Here we are. Oh, here you are. Who are you? Born to be kings. Oh, my. What does that make you to the rest of us? We are the princes of the universe. I guess that means you get my hot pocket. I don't know. Oh, God, dude. It's a great song. Unfortunately, it's like the only thing 
of that series that is still palatable because <laughs> the show is god awful. Oh, it's rough. It's, it's rough. so hard to watch. <sighs> but there's always Highlander too. <laughs> The worst movie ever. I think we're proving that my category is actually the best uh, for this particular thing. Because uh, we deserve to have that song again. Yeah. What was your category? Greenlight the Fire. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm going to give that to you. Yeah, but, thank you. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> uh, Our next book is from 2006. Oh, who wrote this book? She's my favorite. It is Worth Every Risk, written by Diana Love Snell. <laughs> Love Snell, I think you mean. <laughs> she heard enough that in her childhood, Mary. Diana okay. Love Snell. She's like, oh, I haven't like, heard that before. Diana Love I'm like, Snell. I'm going to assault you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's, what all the kids, that's what all the kids in the... Play yard used to love snails. To love snails. Ooh, she loves snails. <laughs> oh god! And then she became a romance author mm-hmm. who wrote "Worth Every Risk." Worth every risk. Uh, th- the cover of this book. <laughs> we have a nice, like on the uh, left hand side. There's like a one inch, just purple and yellow bar that says "Intimate Moments." <laughs> uh, and then the, the picture is of a man and a woman. He is caressing her face. They are in the cockpit of a plane. <laughs> it is parked because you can see the lines of the ground there. It's on the Otherwise, ground. they are being very unsafe about flying. She is just fully leaning on the control pan <laughs> controls, though. So uh, he has long hair. V cash, and it's worth every risk. Is it worth is it tied risk. in a ponytail? No, hers is. Okay. Also, it says beneath the title, past the point of no return. On the ground. <laughs> <laughs> past the point of no return, we have... Oh, he also has a, he has a mole. We have not mm-hmm. even ascended. Yeah, yet. but we can't return. We're not at cruising no, altitude we, we in can't. any sense of the word. Yeah. We're in the hangar still. Yeah. It's, but it's already <laughs> too late. It's too late. So, uh, worth every risk. What's that about? Let me tell you. Uh, inspired by J.G. Ballard's crash, this tale oh. of sex and plane crashes will certainly leave your tray in the <laughs> upright position. Oh, no! <laughs> Worth every risk. <laughs> Andrew, you have to start writing these for real. <laughs> that, no, you do this not is, have to write that one. That's too much. This is my foray into that field. This is my new career, guys. I'm writing taglines for romance novels without reading the romance novel. <laughs> All right. See, yeah. should do an A B test. Yeah, if you want to, if you guys out there have a romance novel you want me to write a tag for, just send just me a picture of the cover. Know. All right, I'll get on it. Her fear was palpable. The pursuing pa- palpable, palpable, palatable. No, palpable. palpable. Like palpable. you can feel it. Pal- like you can feel your heart. Oh. palpating. Pal- that's not a word. Palpating. Palpating. No, palpable pal- means like you can feel oh, it. Oh, palpable. Palpable. Yeah. Pal- Oh, God. Her fear was palpable. The danger (laughs) pouring, the danger pursuing her larger than life. Zane Black (laughs) knew he had a second Zane. (laughs) Are they cousins? Is that how cousins work? (laughs) Same first name of your cousins. They must be from the same family. The, the same they must family. be from the same clan. Billy. Born, <laughs> born to be a bit of rough. <laughs> we are the workmen of the universe. <laughs> our dicks are smoother than our hands. That's probably true. Maybe. Maybe. All right. You never know. I don't know. know. It depends on how much like, barbed wire they're installing with their They also might get dicks. a lot of they, might, they also might work up a lot of calluses, if you know what I mean. 
I mean, their name is Zane. Yeah. Ada Zane. <laughs> Zane Black knew <laughs> he had no business risking his mission as an undercover DEA agent Whoa! on the, long, oh on the long-legged distraction he'd found stowed away on his plane. <laughs> oh, God. But one look into Angel's eyes... <laughs> it is A to Z. Get, I bet they both use that joke. It's A to, Addie and Zane. An angel and Zane. An and he'd been sucker punched by a primal need to protect her. No matter the risk, it wasn't that she didn't want. To, it wasn't that she didn't want to trust him, but she couldn't. Not with anything more than a few stolen moments of passion. Angel had to focus on survival, hers and his. And the less the sexy pilot knew about her, the safer he would be. Mm-hmm. I think she's getting pursued by a whale. <laughs> <laughs> Larger than life. Yeah. Or alternately, maybe a dragon. There's a lot, There's a theme of flight here. There's a theme of flight. Uh, maybe just a big bird. Like a huge eagle. Or condor. <laughs> so, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. A drug but... condor <laughs> is pursuing this woman. A drug golden eagle. <laughs> <laughs> a drug albatross. A drug <laughs> Maltese Falcon? <laughs> it was. Uh, he did. Uh, he'd been. S- s- long legged distraction. Sorry. Long legged distraction. <laughs> that was in there. Uh, what a great way to describe What kind of an agent, agent is he? He's DEA. Do they There's fly weed the plane? in there? I don't know. He's undercover. The A stands he's for. He's undercover as a pilot, but he's actually looking for weed? The, for, a, the a stands for airplanes. He's, he's, <laughs> so he's coming on. He's coming on and being like. All right, well, thank you. Uh, thank you for flying uh, Delta Airlines. Uh, we're now at cruising altitude, so they'll be coming through to see, offer you some Coke products, and uh, you can take off your seatbelt. But if you are sitting down, please keep your seatbelt on. And uh, where do we at? <laughs> I was like, uh, where do we at? If you're looking to light Our up, flight attendants uh, are going to be going This around. is a non smoking flight, but I would like to say, by half of me and the entire Delta family, where do we at? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, it, Is that gonna, it goes? I thought your joke was going to be uh, the flight attendants will be serving Coke products. If you have any, please, please hand them over. Please, uh, please, please share. Thank you kindly. I like that. Just like the idea that he's like up there sniffing around for weed. <laughs> That's what he's Not doing. flying the plane. Nope. Like the autopilot in airplane pops up. Yep. Yep. Like he's big... flying the plane. This guy is just like. A dirt a dirt bag freshman year wandering around asking random strangers if they have marijuana. <laughs> so category wise, I went with because it's dangerous. Not highway to the danger zone, like on Top Gun, the roller coaster. Highway Great to roller coaster. highway to the erogenous zone. Seventy five miles an hour. <laughs> Try and driving straight. Straight to something warm and recently shaved. Oh, oh God. I don't know. I, you know what? I'm just trying my best. Yeah. Human condition should never apologize for itself. <laughs> Is that your category? No. That's your actual motto. No. <laughs> so I couldn't help but feel like this was something that maybe was reused. Maybe, maybe maybe someone saw something in their daily life and were like, oh, I could make that work for me. <laughs> so I called this a repunctuated PSA because I maintain that if you kept the same cover but added a question mark at the end of this, this could be about STIs. Worth every risk? This could still be about STIs. It just is worth every risk. Well, but the PSA would be like, no, it's not worth every risk. Worth every risk? And then Zane's we like, we don't think so. <laughs> and then Zane's like, 
Make yeah. sure you have a co-pilot on <laughs> your penis and it's a condom. Zane's just like, high five gunnery, bro. Worth it. <laughs> Did it. <laughs> it's like, we got penicillin now. Fine. Whatever. Uh, I uh, called it, and I'm Denise. <laughs> like touching his head. <laughs> I like that one because it is really weird how they're touching so each other. Your face. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, Thank you. Oh my god. Uh, oh. oh. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Our next one. I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna like get comfortable and like get ready for you guys to tell me stories. <laughs> uh, this is a book from 2007. Which actually, Mary, you could do a do a check for us. What year did uh, the uh, the movie come out? Uh, it is called How to Lose an Extraterrestrial in 10 Days oh, by yeah. Susan Grant. Uh, does anyone want to make any wagers? 2008. That's you think this came out first? Crazy. I do. <laughs> I think that 2005 is what I'm going to guess. I would say six. Okay. Mm. What if it's 2007? It's, we have all lost by prices Right rules. 2003. Huh. Wow, they really let let it simmer. I'd like to explain what this book cover looks like. Please. It has a man who has brown hair. And you can see his shirt is kind of getting rucked up by some ladies' hands. Can't see the lady at all. Uh, Completely obscured by the man. Very muscular man. And they, like, blue splotchy background. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty simple. I mean, the title does the whole heavy lift of this cover. It really does. <clears throat> How to Lose an Extraterrestrial in 10 Days. <clears throat> AKA uh, the movie E.T. That was my joke! Weirdly enough, this is actually just the script for E.T. It's okay, literally right, the road. It's fine. You could do it straight. No, no, I'm not gonna, that was I'm not going to steal your We're just going to go with it. So I embrace perfect. it. That was perfect. <laughs> We're the same brain. <laughs> Because it's. <laughs> yeah, can't you just imagine him looking like all white and shriveled, laying in a laying in a um a, uh, a dr- what is what is he in a basket? tube? I don't know. No, 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 he, a tube. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, a drainage ditch. Yeah, I mean, like ET was pretty ripped, so I think we can agree that like. But that's definitely. I e- mean, ET's <laughs> neck was definitely ribbed. If that's what you're getting around to. Wink, so wink. here's the thing: if ET was rehydrated, do you think he'd look like this guy? <laughs> The KT's just really thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does seem to really very run. dry. He does seem very dependent on his phone. <laughs> Thirst trap. Thirst trap. Oh, <laughs> yeah. His More internal lovable. computers are offline. <laughs> <laughs> I love the description. Of this oh my one. god. <laughs> his, his former employers want him dead, and the men in black are after him. Here come the men in black. Without his cyber powers. What? Oh my god, wow. Reef. Reef. <laughs> is as weak as a lowly earthling. Oh, weak. <laughs> he's tried to kill every human he's met. So- <laughs> <laughs> but then he gave up and just tried to just try to slay pussy. <laughs> so why on earth would he help them? Help him. why so why on earth would they help him? Oh my god. Evie Holloway. Evie? 
Hey, Evie Holloway. I think it's Evie. Needs a bodyguard. Whoa. Oh, Whoa. Sam. I, I'm sorry. Can you do that again with the punctuation? Oh, Evie Sam. Holloway needs a bodyguard. Excuse <laughs> me. Evie Holloway needs a bodyguard. Her fledgling <laughs> chocolate business oh is God. mistaken as a money laundering scheme for the mob. And bullets have started flying. Guys, I think I'm having a stroke. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But does the suburban soccer mom really want to shelter the alien? (laughs) The alien hitman who almost offed her future brother-in-law? Oh, my God. She is desperate. And (laughs) Reef is incredibly sexy. How desperate is she? Jesus Christ. Ten days, she tells him. And it turns out that ten days just might be long enough to spark a love. That's truly out of this world. Wow. Wow. You do realize that this is a mashup of the movie Bodyguard, Chocolat, <laughs> E.T., E.T. <laughs> and Hardcore Pornography. And Terminator. <laughs> Terminator. Uh, this is the Terminator one. 2. Terminator Sorry. 2. This is one of the weirdest things I've ever oh heard. Oh, my God. And I beseech... The powers that be to green light this fire. Yeah. God, you guys, I just realized there's a tagline on this book. Wow. Not all Earth girls are easy. Oh, ah! shut, shut all the way up. <laughs> also, Earth Gate Easy is a great movie, and we're about to do it on Space Browser. Nice. Green light this fire. This needs to be made <laughs> yeah, into yeah, a movie. Yeah, yeah. I demand that this be made into a movie, and I demand that Zac Efron <laughs> is, the, is, is, really, reef. is Reef. 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 Uh, reef. I call it a Martian hop. The Martian hop. Wow. I call this a thigh fi fantasy. Yep. 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 I called it a POC KIB. He's not a person of color, but he's a person of indiscriminate brain. Do the colors include green? Person of celestial origin. Yeah. Kicked in the balls, Mary. I think you have Mary to take has this one obvious. because Thank that's, you. that's Thank you. brilliant. Oh man! <laughs> oh god! Next is is it? Uh, 2008, a book called "Dear to Me" by Wanda E. Brunsetter, <laughs> which is the most appropriate author name to cover image. That I have ever seen. Yes. First of all, I want to say the E in her name looks like an and, so I thought it was written Me at first too. by somebody, by Wanda and Brunsetter, <laughs> <laughs> which is why Kelly's now secret baby name is Brunsetter. 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 Brunsander. So I first want to say that they have now rebranded this book, and the cover that we have is not the like one that pops up on Amazon oh. dig for it dig for it it's worth it we know what you did yeah uh, this book its cover has two Amish people one woman one man and two deers on the front yep it sure does that's it uh, what do you think this is about Andrew well here's my tagline for it when she came to the village they were mere boys when she left they were men uh, knights <laughs> I really thought you were going to say they were deer. (laughs) That's beautiful. That's really good. Thank you. Thank you. That's Uh, really good. I should write these for a living. Yeah, you should. So throw away your incredibly lucrative career (laughs) and do this instead. Uh, So before I read, I should mention this is the third in the series. Oh, God. Oh, Melinda Andrew. 
Andrews. Andrews. Oh, I was hoping it was just... Melinda Andrews loves two things deeply. Her Amish friend, Gabe Schwartz, (laughs) and the wild animals she helps to heal. (laughs) Wink, wink. When an Englishman tells Melinda that she has a special gift with critters, (laughs) there are quotation marks on those. She dreams of becoming a vet. Could this be God's plan for her life? Gabe loves Melinda and wants to make her his wife. When he finds out about her wild dream, he realizes that he must either sacrifice his faith or lose Melinda forever. Will Melinda stay with Gabe and become an Amish friend or pursue her only dream, pursue her dream only to be shunned by family and friends forever? Isn't she an Amish fra? Fra? That doesn't look like a real word. F R A A. I mean, wow, yeah, fra, fra. fra. I, I think it fra, fra. I think it must be an Amish thing. Is it an Amish thing? It must be. Frey, Frey. Does anyone know a song by the Frey? <laughs> they could sing right now. <laughs> the fra, fra. I believe it is. Oh dear. Google to me. brings up nothing. Ugh. Amish free. <laughs> so why Freulein? The thing that I've learned about <laughs> romance, and I thought I knew a decent amount, you know. I'm married. I'm in love. I'm in a great time. But Mary, I guess I'll never know true love because you have a career. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sorry, but I just need you to stop it. I need to feel the I passion, like... the power of love. <laughs> she owns that comes your from house. Really a <laughs> really oppressing lady's aspirations. I'm sorry about that. But you know, at least I didn't have a wild dream to uh, get an incredible, <laughs> um, join an incredibly, incredibly, um, degree i don't know what i'm saying but what i'm saying is she tried to go to school for like 16 years yeah that's not wild i mean that's the opposite of wild yeah but college is a wild time and 16 years of it must be crazy so much the eight i spent were pretty wild (laughs) you were in school for eight years yeah grad school yeah yeah you were okay um Green Heart Acres is the place to uh, be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fine living. Sticking my hand up animals' butts is the life <laughs> for me. <laughs> Land spreading out so far and wide. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, <laughs> too big. <laughs> <making help. laughs> uh, I called this. W-B-K-I-B. The white people kicking the balls. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I went with, for the final time around, the old hoop and stick game. Wink, wink. <laughs> it's not old timey, though. She wants to be a vet. That's actually something that drove me nuts. When is this taking place? I don't there know. There were vets in the past, too. <laughs> I think it might be pretty current. I think it's supposed to be current. I think Am- most but... Amish fic is pretty pretty like contemporary. <laughs> because otherwise it would just be straight up the past. Yeah. Most Amish fic. Wow. That is, I mean, first yeah. of all, that is yeah. an entire genre. <clears throat> like, Amish romance is a thing. Man. Wow. Because yeah. wow. the only thing sexier than having sex is not having sex. Until it's you're true. married. And, and not undoing buttons to do so. Undoing. And then only with a sheet. Though to be fair, that's definitely true. I mean, like think about like witness. Like we non-Amish people definitely like fetishize yeah, the yeah. Amish. Oh, definitely. I mean, I think that's what a lot of it is. Is like I think a lot of it is like 
Christians wanting to read romance novels, but not wanting the dirty parts. And so this like we have this like little sect that we can just that they're not going to find out about it. It's fine. Oh, yeah. that's that's, that's, <laughs> all, that's the ultimate truth of this fetish is that they'll never know. They'll, I wonder what. They'll never know. I mean, how they will. Sexy they, can, they are. They can read books. <laughs> sexy. True, but not simple. But ones. if you were a librarian in an Amish community, would you stock up on these? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> that's a real. That's a, a real tricky. Real that's yeah. a real tricky I've one. I've never. That I mean, I think maybe that never came up in library school, but I think yes. But. I guess we've disqualified. We finally find the one thing, the old hoop and stick game, wink, wink, can't win. <laughs> no. Because yeah. of time. I think Sorry. Barry gets it. Yeah. Green Acres. All right. Our next book is from 2009. Tied Up, Tied Down by Woo. Lorelai James. Woo! Uh, the uh, <laughs> cover art is <laughs> a lady who is... Obviously naked, all trussed up in what looks like to be uncomfortable rope, mm. and a shirtless man standing in the background. Wow. And it looks like they're outside because there's kind of like a barn door behind them. <clears throat> hmm. Hmm. There's a barn door somewhere. Hey. Maybe it's open. Oh, my. You see what I'm saying? Yep. You, you exactly. pick it up what I'm putting down? The, so The cow might get out. Before... You, smell, you smell me, dog? <laughs> <laughs> Is that, a, is that a king of the universe? Yeah. <laughs> Smell it. Say, is that a farmer dick? <laughs> so smooth, despite his hands. Hmm. Um, is that a cow's free farmer dick? Before I, Andrew, You didn't even mention the thing that's really offensive about this. The typeface? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes! The it, has, oh, yeah. it has a really big, like, rose, and the typeface is awful. It's yeah, like... Yeah. Seraphs to the nine. Yeah, and then but her serifs. name is in a cursive. Yeah, mm. yeah, she's in script. And then I don't even know how, what how to like explain what it looks like. It looks like old wanted posters. Mm. Yeah, that's like the color story for sure. <laughs> but then the, the rose itself looks like um, a bad a fake temporary tattoo. tattoo. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. lower back. Nice, really gross. Nice. So, for my fake description, Wait, I... Wait, oh. before we do your fake description, yeah, I would like you guys to guess how many of these books there are. Oh, 14! 32. There are 16.75. Oh. Excuse me? So, what this means is that there are vignettes between all of them <laughs> that are usually published in, like, romance collections. Oh, oh. sure, sure, sure. Like, short <laughs> stories with these so, people. I think that there are at least 20 to 30 of these, 20 to 30 of these stories, honestly. Wow. Uh, because there's a six, a 16, a 16.5, and a 16.75. <laughs> wow. So, you know, it's I mean, not just uh, <clears throat> Lorelei. Not just the one. So I took this in an unusual direction. that I didn't really look at the imagery on the cover, but just the title of the book for my description. Tied up, tied down. George. George <laughs> I <sorry>. looked over. <laughs> George business. God damn it. George business balls agreed to work. <laughs> no, what? But then, but then he remembered that he just got married. Tied up at work. Tied down in marriage. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Ah, glory. <laughs> Gloria, Gloria, I remember 
Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I was deeply proud. Gloria! Gloria. George Business Balls. George Business Balls. I love George Business Balls. <laughs> the strongest bonds are the ones unseen. Yikes. Business, business woman, Skylar Ellison, <laughs> is firmly in control of her life. So getting tangled up with a sexy Wyoming cowboy oh and conceiving a baby in the parking lot of a honky tonk wasn't in her plan. But it is what happened to her. Since it appears that daddy has taken off for greener pastures, the only wow. thing to do is to pull up her bootstraps and carry on alone. No, it's not. No, oh, my God. Child support. Or, or we'll get an abortion. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, if the baby's already arrived, you can't have an abortion then. Well, you know. No matter what, <laughs> no matter what. the GOP tell us that Planned Parenthood does. <laughs> Nobody is hitting uh. a babies with hammers. <laughs> Cattle rancher, <coughs> Cade McKay. Nope. Oh, stop it. <laughs> nope. Returns home after a year on the range and is knocked for a loop <laughs> when he learns he's the father of a three-month-old baby girl. When Skylar oh. refuses yes. to marry him, Cade grits his teeth, moves <laughs> in, and plays house by her rules he, he to just, prove he's a man in for the long he haul. He just moved in as an aggressive action? If, if, oh you my want, God. if you're asking, is this the exact same plot of uh, My Favorite Baby or whatever that other thing was called? <laughs> the answer is yes. yes. Oh my but God. the roles reversed. Despite Skylar's insistence, we still have three paragraphs to I'm go. sorry, please go. Despite Skylar's insistence that they are to remain strictly parenting partners. Strictly ballroom. Mm. Their old passions flare hot as a brush fire, spurring Cade to demand absolute sexual surrender from the headstrong woman. Wow. Skylar willingly submits her body to the hot-blooded cowboy, but she's leery of handling, of handling, of handing Cade the reins to her heart. Oh. Can Cade convince? Those are tied to your heart, after all. (laughs) (laughs) Can can Cade convince Skylar the wicked sex games aren't a temporary distraction, or will he have to burst out of the rope? (laughs) Or will he have to bust out the ropes to show her he wants to be tied to her forever? Wow! And then afterwards, warning: this book contains no holes barred, kinky sex scenes, wicked rope play. Blunt language and yowza, lots of hot cowboy nakedness. <laughs> and EKK. Yippee Kai. Don't, uh, hey. don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> is what I have to say to that one. Blunt language, eh? Wow. <laughs> blunt language. I think you're pretty. <laughs> you look blunt. tired. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> every man in my office when I'm not wearing makeup. Oh, Jesus. No. <laughs> All those cades. <laughs> Do you ever just want to be like, I am tired. <laughs> That's why I didn't put on makeup. <laughs> Thank you for asking. I'm quite tired. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I would ask you. So obviously, obviously, we know what this book's about without even knowing anything about it. Yep. What I, I what I didn't look up is to see if all the other ones were like so kinky blunt. <laughs> like this. I'd say. Let's... I mean, they must be. What, what this is suddenly he's suddenly it's kink friendly. <laughs> maybe you maybe you have a, a Cade for every season and mood. Well, first of all, there, um, the Cade. character in the first book's name is Channing Kincaid. <laughs> 
You do have a cage for every season. This sometimes be used as a Kincaid. Oh, Isn't and it? there's a cage for every purpose. McCade, please. Under heaven. Channing Kincaid is a woman. Channing. A cage for kink. Still a cage. Still a cage. Yeah, I'll count it. A cage for kink. A cage for Nilla. <laughs> oh, th- warning. This story has tons of explicit sex, graphic language that make your mama blush, light bondage, menage a trois, and yee-haw, hot naked cowboy man love. Although I would like to say perhaps, <laughs> is this one you want greenlit? No. <laughs> I, this is a repunctuated PSA because don't tell me that tied up, question mark, tied down, serious period, is not a PSA for heroin. Oh my God. <laughs> I hate to be the one to break this to you. Tied. Oh, you're changing the uh, the punctuation. Right. So, so sorry. So I'm changing. I'm swapping out the comma for a question mark. Yes. And then... I'm just saying that the tied down is a very serious period. Yes. Tied up, tied down. Because this is clearly a dangerous seeming situation, presented as a slightly dangerous situation, I went with Highway to the Arajna Zone. I called this, and I'm Doonie. She has like a weird hand up on her, <laughs> on her shoulder. Oh, <laughs> I think I think you've really tacked onto a really interesting theme <laughs> in these books, and I think you have to take that one again because you have to get... That one goes to you because that's so creepily apt. It's like there's Each something about the up. weird hands. They don't people don't know how to do hands in romance covers. It's like it's like what's the guy, the comic book artist who couldn't draw hands or feet? Um, You'd be the Rob only Layfield. One who that. Rob yeah. Layfield. <laughs> that's his deal. Um, I'm just realizing, guys, I should have gone with my category should have been uh, highway to the dangerogenous zone. Oh. Oh. Would have been a yeah. lot stronger, but you know that's that time has passed. I can accept my what are you gonna do? Shortcomings. <laughs> Get really angry. Oh. Hey, calm down. It's not like you don't know which twin is what. It's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Chill out. Jeez. <laughs> Some people have it worse than you. Some people don't can't identify a twin from the other. I hope I hope to never know that pain. Mm. I'm gonna read those books and we're gonna find out that they like tattooed each other. They're, like there are some real parent trap shenanigans <laughs> happening. They were piercing each other's ears, cutting mm-hmm. hair, cutting hair, yeah. <laughs> tattoos, knowing uh-huh. fun uh, fun hand secret handshakes with a butler. Yeah, oh, yeah. having a butler speaking <laughs> English accent, having a housekeeper. Having servants, having multiple servants, Being wildly rich, oh, yeah. having a horse, living in London, designing wedding dresses, sailing around on the Queen Mary. Wait, what? These, These are, are all that... plot points in the Parent Trap, the Lindsay Lohan version. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like I'm missing out on something, but they don't pierce the ears in the, in the Haley Mills version, yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. it determined. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah. Our last book. Bum, 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 From 2010, bum, bum, bum. The Bull Rider's Christmas Baby. Good Lord. Laura Marie Altum. What a beautiful title. It almost feels sacrilegious to give this a category other than it is what it was, The Bull Rider's <laughs> Christmas Baby. <laughs> it's one of the more stunning names I've ever seen. It's, it's, I mean, as the title goes, it's just so brilliant because it raises some questions, but also is very explicit about what it's about at the same time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, cover. Man. Cowboy hat, wearing flannel. Shocking, I know. <laughs> a woman looking off wistfully into the distance with an okay highlighter on. Uh, <laughs> with Who is very pregnant. She's got a French manicure, has one hand up, one hand uh, the, under the belly. Uh, his hand also holding the hand under her belly. His second hand missing. <laughs> 
dangers of being a bull rider. Yep. Just two people. Uh, there's a fireplace behind him and some Christmassy candles. Mm. It's clearly Christmas in the background. Yes. Also, it looks like she's just wearing like a paper grocery bag for a bottom. It does look <laughs> like that. Yes. <laughs> Uh, now that you have pointed that out. Yeah, and she's wearing a pretty low shirt, considering that I'm not sure she has boobs. Hmm. No. Interesting. Like, it, it goes, like, flat like a man, pregnant belly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's wearing... Paper bag. <laughs> maybe she's wearing a compression bra. Sure. Maybe she's... Maybe <laughs> she's about to judge, but... Maybe she's about to do um, so, some uh, P90X. well it is so like it is interesting in these types of books when all of a sudden somebody's not doesn't have giant cleavage and those are the it's also surprising like someone's not career career ladies it's also surprising when (laughs) the career ladies are dirty i don't know what you're talking about it's also it's also to be fair it's also unusual for men to have short hair and women not to be wearing peasant blouses (laughs) so this universe is pretty strange oh man the Bull Rider's Christmas Baby. <clears throat> really my best work to date, I think. Really? Yeah. It's March 24th. <laughs> man, old man McPenis' <laughs> prize herd of cattle just got loose. Can Josiah, can Josiah Money Shot and his trusty steed, Horny the Bull, round up the herd in time for him to impregnate his wife with a Christmas baby? <laughs> Andrew, I can't, I can't help but ask you, yeah. what do you think happens in romance novels? I mean, I think I just explained it. It's not just like closed captioning of a porn. What do you think happens in porn? <laughs> Old Man McPenis happens in well, porn. All, all, all His cattle all get loose. Funny names. Wink. I mean, His cattle get loose. Yeah. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Really, the thing that's impressive with this is I made the date March 24th. So I have a perfect nine month. Oh, no, that back. part did not escape me. For Josiah Money Shot to father a Christmas baby. Yep. I got it. Yep. I got it. Um, so one, sh- one shot. He's done. Money shot. He <laughs> is. Because one shot. Done. Done. So the thing, so I know that the, this seems like a fantastic title. There's one thing that lingers in my brain, and I, I touched on it briefly in my amazing description. Um, the bull rider. Do you not know what a bull rider is? I'm realizing that I don't, but I think you might, and I'm going to look foolish. Yeah, it's Go like, for a, it. like a bucking bronco rider, but they're bulls. I imagine a cowboy who rode a bull. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like in the into, into into the desert. Like I just, mean, it's not. It's not herding cattle while we're riding a bull. It's sort of like when you herd sheep, but you're riding a giant sheep dog. You just. <laughs> Uh, please a giant ram i mean i mean technically when you ride when you ride a a bull and it tries to buck you off you, you are, are riding, riding a bull. it you yeah. are doing that but i i understand what you're saying you're talking about like sort of like a a placid trip around perhaps a track <laughs> like a marlboro a, man riding a bull, a bull yeah very no, gently, i got you i got you stoically. your legs would be out so far <laughs> well you'd have to ride side saddle <laughs> you'd be doing the splits you'd be doing the splits on top of a bull you'd have to be riding on top of the horns 
like it was a carriage and you're riding in the front. Or maybe you're sitting back on the haunches with your legs sticking out in front of you. You have excellent core strength. You're then. just it's like a paddleboard. It's, like paddle it's sort of like a it's sort of like a recumbent bike except it's a bull. Although this is making the whole scene thing seem so much sexier. Nice paddleboard slash recumbent bike bull riding. <laughs> Do you ride a side saddle or uh, English? No, no, no. Recumbent. Recumbent <laughs> bull style. <laughs> recumbent bull. <laughs> What's this book actually uh-huh. about? I laugh too hard. Um, Cash Buckhorn. <laughs> Damn it. That's not, I mean, I think, again, once again, Josiah Money Shot is not that far off from Cash Buckhorn. Buckhorn. <laughs> wow. Never wow. thought he'd see Dr. Ren Barnes again. Outside of the occasional fantasy, anyways. You, you know, wow. You know they wanted to call her Red Barnes. <laughs> he certainly didn't expect her to appear unannounced on his front porch six months pregnant with his child Yikes. Run, Ren asks for nothing but Cash doesn't know what to make of it this rodeo cowboy has lived tw- 27 years carefree 27 carefree years as a bachelor he's not ready for an instant family still has three months to go <laughs> but when Ren's pregnancy complications strand her at Cash's Oklahoma ranch he begins to imagine their future together Problem is, Ren already has a future far away in Baltimore. Probably with a job or something. Next to John Waters. (laughs) Holding a boom mic for John Waters. (laughs) Cash knows Ren is used to doing it all on her own. Maybe it's the magic of the Christmas season, but Cash suddenly wants it all. Ren and their baby. Home on the Buckhorn Ranch forever. He suddenly wants it all. His bull and a baby. <laughs> um, His very own baby. I just love... He's like 27 carefree years as a bachelor. You're like, what do you think she's done? You're also you're also like, it's only 27. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, um, wow. <laughs> just wow. Here's my question. If what was required of an instant family is having a first baby... What families aren't instant? <laughs> this term instant family seems to get banded about. What does that mean? I, mm. I mean, I, I would think an instant family would be if you like marry somebody who already has Here's a family. A story. Yes. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. name Brady. That's yeah. an instant family. Yes. But also they are their own family. Mm-hmm. They're just an instantly instant, yours. They're just, yeah, instantly, you just instantly insane. become in your possession when you're a man, when you're a cowboy. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Sure. When you're a bull rider, sorry. Sure. Please, a bull boy. Why don't? Why do none of these men know how to wrap it up? <laughs> why are they all sticking? A, they all sticking it in raw in, in like career lanes, parking because, lots, and honky tonks. Because they learned about sex by watching bulls, <laughs> and bulls don't use condoms. Cowboys. Here's a here's a note. All of our cowboy fans, <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> Ladies deserve careers, and you're stopping that with your powerful semen. Your fertile. I also have another suggestion, potentially. Yeah. Geld thine self. <laughs> you know how to do it. Yeah. I went with. Bare uh, hoofed and pregnant. 
<laughs> I went with uh, Babes in Boyland. Perfect symmetry. Yep. One infantil evening. Oh. I had it as, obviously, knocked up, can't break up. I think that that's actually, yeah. yeah. That's that's the ploy here. Yeah. Especially since she hasn't mm. already had the baby yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's just standing family. on his doorstep. Three months. For three months. Instant family. It's another classic instant family situation. Does that just mean like you're about to have your first child? It's family. Just add water and wait three months. <laughs> and then food and more water and sleep. And instant. Yeah. Baby. Yeah. What was your category? Did you have one? One infantile evening. Okay. But it's you. Oh, yes. Thank you. You've won. You did it. Thank you. Yay. Well, that's it, you guys. We did Yay! it. Yay! Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope. Happy yeah. guys, weekend. Because that's ho- when this is coming out. I, <laughs> true. I hope this turned on some of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I hope it didn't. <laughs> wow. Mary, what's your stance? <laughs> What you want to do with your own body is your own business. <laughs> Mary's catchphrase. I do not want to hear about it. <laughs> Mary's not into kink shame. Don't. I don't want to kink shame you, but but I'm going to shame you real quick. Don't tell me about it. Especially if your kink is this podcast. My kink is not hearing about that. Wow. Hot. So don't kink shame me. <laughs> All right. All right. Yes. Noted. Well, thank you guys, as always, for taking your time, taking the time to listen to this show of ours. Um... If you want to listen to it more, you can do so in a number of ways. Now, one of those ways is on Spotify. It finally happened. Spotify finally let us on their network. So check us out there. Check us out on Apple Podcast, Google Play, uh, or the podcast platform of your choice. Uh, And also, once again, check out our newly improved website, OutrageousMechanisms.com, where you can find uh, all of our older episodes and more new fun shows to check out uh so thanks again guys and we will see you next time bye Bye. an outrageous mechanisms production